Okay. Welcome to Spooky Episode <laughs> Special Number Forty. Yay! Last time we when we hit number thirty, I said double digits mm-hmm. as a joke, but I think people might have taken me seriously. Like I'm that kind of idiot, that big of an idiot, to be like, "Wow, we finally reached two digits, number thirty. <laughs> but number forty, double digits, everybody. Number forty. We gained a few subscribers. A couple, a handful. Yeah. There was a woman who who signed up. Um, uh, hey Kevin, uh, some some woman who subscribed to us, and then I'm like, oh no, is this like a, a, a I hate a, subscription? Or remember that woman we had that was telling us that we got the Jessica and Eve thing all wrong? And right, she's all because upset? because she's like a she's an extreme turf. Yeah, she like I don't hates even, trans women. I'm kind of I'm 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 at this point now where I'm sort of starting to. Uh, said this before get on softer podcast. on the turf yeah, <laughs> i know you've yeah, said that yeah. before <laughs> I, I think it's just not because i think that they're on the front lines of doing some good work right now um maybe i think i think the their intent it might be good but the method by which they do it can be a little aggressive it just dep- it, it seems like they've they've abandoned the man-hating thing and it's now been focused on <laughs> men to women kind of situation hating trans people that's yes. what you mean i don't think they hate them it's just it's a lot of it has to do with just the realities of did you see that woman who broke the cycling record who the trans woman rather and oh and then they're interviewing her and she's saying there's no competitive advantage but she just smashed the women's world record in cycling and yeah. then every woman they or trans woman they allow to compete in any of these sports just crushes world records and you're like yeah we have a whole episode on this i think yeah i know which was <laughs> if you want to go back and listen to that you can just tell me to shut up sean no i know <laughs> this, this was not a conversation i was prepared to talk about well you have spooky facts i do have some spooky facts for everybody who's tuning in on halloween or live right now um so let's start with um Let's see. Let's start with Ruler of the Rats. Mm. This is spooky fact number 41. Who likes rats? No one? Who likes even more rats? Well, you're not going to like a rat king then, which is even more nightmarish than it sounds. A rat king happens when multiple rats become congealed together in a tangle of tails, dirt, hair, and blood. Mm -hmm. Yummy. That is disgusting. I was expecting that fact to be kind of lame and boring, but ew. Yeah. Rats are savage, too. Can I tell you that story about how my mother caught a rat rat in a glue trap, Uh. but it was only its tail, and so she woke up, and the tail was chewed Uh. off. It chewed its own tail off to get out of the rat trap. What the fuck? And then she set snap traps, and then caught... And then she killed a tailless rat. In that a snap is trap. horrific, yeah. dude. They're savage, man. They are. What uh, What other, like, animals have that kind of will to live? Uh, Cockroaches? Although they, it's sort of unconscious that they have that will to I live. I think any, any animal that kind of proves to be a industrious vermin is usually ones that are that are <laughs> tenacious you that's know? what i i mean like industrious vermin is another name for just like eastern block people mm-hmm. who, yes. like, yeah. who know how to survive arizona iced tea and adidas tracksuits <laughs> you can also go to long island and find those people yeah or they usually find industrious vermin. or they may like basically or they just manage every apartment building in west hollywood oh my god <laughs> There was another in here that was kind of gross. Oh, do you remember the Elephant Man? Yeah, yeah. That I, when I was a little kid, I um, uh, we had just moved to Florida, and like, there's an Elephant Man documentary mm-hmm. that was on, and the Elephant Man is like this disfigured dude. I don't know. I don't know what like disorder or disease he had or whatever that uh, made it. Yeah, it, it just it was like I forgot the name of the disorder, but it's just basically where your bones grow. In, oh. there's I think I found it. Uh, he had Proteus syndrome. Yeah, so which it causes an overgrowth of skin, bones, muscles, vessels, and or tissues. Right. Um, 
Yeah, and he he had it really bad. And I saw a documentary, like just glimpses of a documentary on it on TV when I was a little kid, and I had nightmares for like a week. Oh, really? It was so scary. Have you seen the David Lynch movie? No, I haven't. It's probably the least David Lynch movie that exists. Um, But the true story is that he he died in his sleep, but he had to position himself in a really particular way to sleep so he wouldn't like suffocate when he was sleeping. And they think that he on purpose slept in the wrong position to die. Um, at the end there, but he became sort of like a celebrity figure yeah. um, because I don't know, I guess because he was so kind of just the way that we didn't, we looked at things like that in a really horrific mm-hmm. way, but apparently he was a very kind yeah. uh, man. And then his doctor was like, wrote a lot about him and had really kind things to say. They about made him. a Broadway show out of him. Oh, that's it's a, right. It's a yeah. play, I think. Yeah. Um, but I'd never seen it. I just forget who was playing it. Was it like, it was like a Bradley Cooper type person who played it uh, or played his character. Uh, we are killing off rats right now, and one chewed its leg off last week. Oh, my God. Ah! Yeah. Did you motherfuckers just insult Strong Island? Strong. <laughs> what am I missing here? I said Long Island you can find industrious vermin oh, there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Long Island, it just... Uh, I th- it's I mean, another country, I, dude. Yeah, and then I, it, listening to Tim Dillon's podcast, it just and he grew up there, and it's just... He's he's like, you could just nuke this whole place, and no one would care. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've never been there. I just I think Neon only lived in New York at one point. Yeah. Uh, this episode's gonna be just pretty goofy. I was not there was no news that really got me spicy or fired up, so we're just gonna kinda have fun. And thank God. Last week was uh really, really hard on these bones. Yeah, it was funny. I was listening back to it and it I it made me realize that when I'm both in a state of somewhat mania and over caffeinated, I say like way too much. Oh. And so I was listening listening back to it and was pretty embarrassed, but just especially because there were points that I really wanted to articulate clearly, and, and it just came across. <laughs> and now as it's lost. Some you valley girl retard. Yeah, I was like, you can't oh, no. go back and remake those points. No, well, it's I, I don't really want to talk about that shit anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure some trans person will do something stupid that will make make. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. I, it's really that thing where I just don't think they can help themselves, and so and especially and especially too because it's it, it, we're not it, it give the you have to give the obvious caveat of. Not all. Most of the ones that are you said are cool. last podcast it was trans activists. It's the trans act, and and there's and no that's not explicitly all trans people. No, it's, you know, and there's no activist that isn't insane, and, and like and, and or there's no there's no activist that isn't insane that has a public spotlight, which mm-hmm. I'm a bit dubious of that, and I think that a lot of it has to do with organizations like GLAD and human rights right. campaigns needing the donations. Clinton Foundation, yeah, yeah, Clinton <laughs> Foundation, Epstein. <laughs> Uh, oh, did you see the news today that um, an independent coroner from Epstein's estate said that it's yes. murder? It's murder. It was murder. Yeah, he's never seen any kind of injuries like that on a person who committed suicide. That's exactly it. Neanoni says, yeah, I was born and raised on Long Island. I'd celebrate for days if it sank into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good on you for making it out. So I wanted to uh, – I guess the thing I did want to talk about was um, – uh, the name of this podcast is uh, Trump Killed Outback Daddy. Outback Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I was really proud of that. <laughs> that was you, though. You came up with that one. We were in in and out and it was loud. They were calling numbers, and you said, did you see that, that Trump killed Outback Daddy? Daddy? And I said, Outback Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> and clearly I pictured some really hunky Australian dude mm. in the Outback. Yeah. Um, but first off, I want to talk about this sweet muffin oh yeah this is one of the most pure trump tweets i think i've ever seen do you want to read his tweet yeah um we have declassified a picture of the wonderful dog name not declassified that did such a great job in capturing and killing the leader of isis abu bakr 
Uh, oh, Baghdadi, sorry. Look how kind. <laughs> I know. She's so sweet. Well, that's the thing. There was a big gender issue because... Right. So I know you uh, people are just listening can't see it, but I thought that this was a little teeny <laughs> tiny pee-pee. Because they're 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 vagines down here, no. so it's like that's her that's her dog clit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but I oh guess yeah, it's God. a girl because the Indians can't help themselves. No, yeah, and had India to declassify today. it immediately. India Today said, "Meet Conan, canine commando who helped end IS chief Abu Bakr al Baghdadi's reign of terror." And it's like, oh, Conan, that's the name that was not declassified before. And then you scroll down and you find that she is a girly. Girly girl. She's one of the goodest girlies. Would you boop that snoot? I'd totally. Would I'd, you? I'd give it 10 boops. Is she a heckin' good pupper? I, she's a heckin' good doggo. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you, and you know, it's so funny because to watch all, to go on the Donald subreddit and they're all doing doggo and pupper <laughs> memes. <laughs> oh, God. All these guys that are talking about the deep state. And, oh, God. And oh, look at this heckin' good pupper. And I'll, just, I'll grant them some enjoyment in the, life. Yeah, no, and, and well, that's kind of the thing is what's so funny is this is objectively a cute thing. Of and, course. and also, like any working dog, of even if it's military or police, you know, they're, you know, it's a dog. And so how can you hate a dog? <laughs> right. And, and no matter what utility it's used for. Uh, and and um, we can't, yeah, we can't blame a dog for succumbing to a, uh, what, what? Outback Daddy's has an awesome kaboom. <laughs> kabooming onion. <laughs> what was funny to watch though was seeing all the people uh, on the left. It wasn't a lot of it wasn't a lot of people, but the people who were trying to. You would go on, like well here I mean we make need this to, a bad thing. We didn't even go to Trump's Trump's Twitter. Just like I don't know who the people like. Look, you can hate Trump or whatever, but the resp- oh Adam had a good tweet on this. Oh, one. But, that's uh, so cute. But. Uh, so, <laughs> you're str- you're so then, like people the just on a tweet about a dog, they have to still just do. Not my president. Uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, we were talking about this the other day. It's like if owning Trump is your biggest, you are such a pathetic. Yeah, individual. you're so boring and annoying. Um, yeah, it was just. But anyway, so that was good news. Separate the art from the artist, guys. Yeah, Donald Trump. If this tweet was tweeted by, uh. I, who's a liberal per AOC? Right. If if it tweeted, if it was tweeted by AOC, people would be like, oh yes, like liberal people would be like, yes. And that's the thing I is that her. it's so odd. Well, but again, you would have people on the right. It'd be like, yeah. get back to work. Yeah. Uh, Does, doesn't your doesn't your Islamic friends hate dogs? Yeah. But that is kind of a funny stupid whore. That is kind of a funny thing well, about this. That, that was sort of uh, because and also two people downplaying the fact that we killed this guy. Who tortured and raped children yeah. and people and innocent civilians and used a real piece of shit. Um, who, you know, I think based on the crimes he committed that we know of, deserved to die. Um, and But what was funny about it is Islamic extremists like him see dogs as dirty and filthy creatures. And it's part of their religious tenets. And so to have him get chased down by this thing before he detonated a suicide right. vest is—it's a rightful death. It's pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, or it, righteous. I mean, it would—it would almost be as intense as like throwing bacon at him. So it's a—it's a pretty, pretty good one. Wow. Yeah. I was gonna say something. But uh, did I? Forgot. Did I, yeah, I forgot what it that. was. How could you? I don't like religion really of any kind. <laughs> Doesn't matter that that one seems we seem to love that one in America. I still think it stinks. Uh, Do you know that Jewish people, Orthodox Jewish people, where are you going with this? Can't eat meat and cheese simultaneously. Like what? They can't have cheesy meaty things. What? Yeah. 
It's not allowed. Why? I don't know. I don't know the reasoning. Adam was talking about it on Comptown, but that's that's. My it's own. a mix of two products, like a mix of two beef products. Yeah. So I mean, we know they don't eat pork. That's because it's again. So they can't eat chicken uh, parmesan. No. So because you deep fry the chicken in like an egg batter. Eggs they don't consider meat though, so you can put cheese on eggs. But the chicken, I that's that's odd to me. I, I'll have to look this up. Maybe I'll accidentally convert myself to, <laughs> to Judaism. Being an Orthodox Jew. I yeah. like, wow, this all sounds pretty reasonable. There, there's, I don't know. I mean, like the pork thing makes sense to me from religious context because you could get all kinds of diseases from pigs uh, at that sure. time period. So it probably was better not to eat them. Um, and I think we didn't really know about proper food preparations. We probably didn't know about what's the disease you get from undercooked pork. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I me, don't know. Gonna, I'll pull it up. Since this is a very, this is gonna be a it's very not salmonella. Episode. It's um, uh, undercooked pork, pork. disease. Uh, what is it? Uh, trichinosis. Trichinosis. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Trichinosis. I I knew that. I was about to say it. And uh, so yeah, I mean, it's it makes sense that a lot of like it, it is pretty uniform across most religious texts to not eat that particular one. Mm. And I think there's similar diseases you can get from shellfish, which is why that's kind of in the same category as well. Sure. But now we know how to properly handle food, so this is an outdated. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you have shrimp and it has that like poop vein, uh, yeah. by, I hate that. I, hate I that have too. to get deveined shrimp or unveined shrimp yeah. or whatever they're called. I don't like. I don't even like the ones that still have the parts on them too. I I don't either. It's like touching. It's it's too. And I know I'm like a silly American who like doesn't want to see where his food comes from sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's too close to the actual thing. I don't like it because it looks insecty, but I do oh. not mind crawfish. That's an interesting thing. Huh? I've never I've never actually or crab, eaten crawfish. Crab legs or anything. like you've never been to a crawfish boil? No. Oh, it's the best. And don't they just dump it on the table oh, yeah. on like a roll of cardstock yeah, paper it's or like whatever? Corn and potatoes like, and. <laughs> And like <laughs> crab claws and all kinds of really good stuff. It's like a twenty dollar buffet or whatever. Um, so there, I think that God's punishing the state of California right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on. There's lo- yeah, there's a lot of fires going on, and in the midst of having all these fires going on, we now are predicting hurricane force winds coming in mm-hmm. to just spread these fires everywhere. And uh, it's it's pretty pretty interesting that we're yeah. So there have been like th- what three fires in the past two weeks or so yeah there, there's the easy fire which i think is close to the getty there's yeah. like a santa clarita fire well i think it's going to burn down the reagan library which is kind and of. and i had a point about that did you actually. Mm. yeah um the fires were started by the clinton foundation because the reagan foundation <laughs> has information on when hillary was first lady of um what is Al- arkansas Are alabama you, what is uh, <laughs> wait what I don't know. well they were yeah they, they were, have documents on the corruption <laughs> that she Oh yeah, well she was she was first lady of Arkansas. I'm just trying to become Alex Jones. Um, yeah. with some well, we got the documents, reason. people. So the Clintons started this fire in order to burn the documents down. Mm. I'm predicting this is what Alex Jones will say. Yeah, I always <laughs> love when he says we like he'll cite something really insane and then he'll say I've got the documents, but he has to be on Joe Rogan's show for Joe to go. Well, can we let's pull those yeah, up? Yeah, what are those? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've got the, he, a lot of people do that, but he's very bombastic. Mm-hmm. And so well, he's you, an you, start, you believe him. It's, it's yeah. like, I've got the documents. You yeah. you believe when he says that because he's very emphatic about it. Well, he probably does. I mean, what was so funny about the two Rogan appearances that he did was how much stuff was actually accurate. It's just, it's it, again, it's kind of like Trump where Trump will say, you know, for instance, for wildfires in California, he said he put the onus on California to do, you need to rake the forests. But what he was talking about was actually true 
which is this idea of when you have these fires already, the carbon fertilizes the ground, the grass grows really tall, we get really hot seasons, the grass dies, and it becomes this massive like risk if any spark mm-hmm. or anything hits it, it's going to ignite. And that's basically what he was trying to say, but he's such an idiot with words right. that it's so easy to dismiss the things he says. And similar to Alex Jones, where, you know, we have pig-human hybrids. And you go, that's crazy. But then you look at it, and China was actually doing this, where they were trying to combine human and pig embryos to grow human organs that could be transplanted without a cadaver. Yeah. So this is a real thing that he's talking about. So, But it's just with his delivery is so poor that people can just ignore it sure. or say he, he's crazy. But and he is, and or as he likes to say, I'm a little retarded. <laughs> I think so I'm fun. retarded. I, I, I'm a little retarded. <laughs> yeah, he, that was hilarious yeah. when he said that. Yeah. He said that on Rogan, didn't he? He did. Yeah, I yeah. think he's legitimately one of the funniest retarded? people alive. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Uh, a little, little retarded. But yeah, see, let's see if this article yields anything. I didn't really yeah. research this, but um, how big are the California fires? See size, shape, and dozens of blazes. As wildfires continue to continue to blaze through California, use our interactive map to see the perimeter of the fires as they grow. Um, let's see. I mean, what was it last year that we had like an enormous, what was it? The paradise? Yeah. The one that, yeah, I forgot what it was called. Um, I feel like that was less than a year ago. It was, I think. Yeah. yeah. These, these happen so, um, so frequently. The Palisades fire last week forced the evacu- evacuation of at least 628 homes by the scenic LA shoreline. To the north, the Capels fire consumed more than 3,400 acres in El Dorado County, west of Sacramento, 87% contained. Um, Wow. Jesus. Uh, the Tick Fire, South Fire. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, just everything's on fire. The Johnson Fire. If you count up all of the acres, there's probably like 10,000 acres, at least. I think there was one above that that was like 8,000 acres. I'm always shocked because, like, California, I think it's just you kind of are in a bubble when you live in Los Angeles County, but there's it's so dense here mm-hmm. that you th- see that acreage burn, and that would be hundreds of thousands of domiciles and sure these fires always get start started it seems like in relatively remote areas and so you hear ten thousand acres and 40 homes destroyed and you're like wow that's not well luckily we had the like the foresight to not build too much in wildfire areas like downtown la is not going to catch on fire and spread and destroy the whole city unfortunately (laughs) but um like i I think i think downtown la could go for a raising (laughs) just just totally wrath of god yeah um, but like the Getty, which is built into like a dry mountainside, right. of course there's going to be a fire near there. That would be sad if anything happens to that. I know. Well, I mean, we saw that last year, same thing, a similar fire, the Getty fire. Really? Yeah. I missed that. There was a, a fire very close to the Getty and they did the exact same thing. And luckily nothing burned down, but it, eva- it was evacuated. Mm. Um, yeah, these are fucking scary, dude. Mm. And they probably won't affect us, but still it's like. A, a lot of land getting burned up. I think what's tough when these when these happen, and it's like every year they happen, it's just the air quality gets so bad, and then yeah. you like, air, air, every day just starts to, it's just, you feel worn down because it's just sure. this, like, awful, and then you kind of can, like, feel the destruction, and, and then we become national news, and nobody, and what's so frustrating about it, too, is uh, give the caveat that I believe in man-made climate change, blah, 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 but <laughs> the fact that... It, someone like bernie sanders tweets oh this is obviously because of climate change then we also we all know that like the paradise fire was started by outdated pg&e equipment Mm -hmm. and basically how pg&e is it just takes in so much fucking money and does nothing to update their infrastructure that generally ends up causing all of these fires like the one that was started in la was caused by a down pg&e light that got taken down by a eucalyptus tree and then uh, the paradise fire was completely started by outdated pg&e equipment 
that ended up ca- like catching fire. And yet PG&E is just like, oh, yeah, we're going to turn off power to a bunch of people. Uh, and you probably won't get it back till uh, early November. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was quite insane. Um, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually they have been doing power outages recently, haven't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, and actually, I was talking to my brother about this. It's like I never realized that power was a limited supply you never really imagine that they have like a stock of power that they can send out to homes and that's basically what you're paying for you're buying a good rather than a service right so you buy from this massive like pile of energy and then when people when it's really hot and people are using ac that energy dwindles and they aren't generating enough to build it back up so the energy companies buy energy from other stored places and that's why energy prices go up right because the energy companies are spending more money to get you your product rather than a service well what's and i think what's so strange about like power in general is it's it's not a utility it's run Mm. by a company and so like that's a really even though we all need it like you you can't not have it but it's and i think we're move we'll eventually have to move to a future and i think that there's been a lot of talk around this kind of thing about how this needs to be like a like a, a water situation, you of know, course. even though Nestle controls all of our fresh water. But still, um, they pretend they don't, at least, which is something. But but PG&E controlling our power, regulating the prices, it's it just seems wrong. And mm-hmm. I think the Internet will move into that soon here, too, as well. Like they just should be seen as human rights and sure. as utilities. I mean, you can still pay for them like a monthly thing, but it would be through the city, not through, you know, Southern California Edison. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, you run the faucet and you get a glass of water and that's less than a penny's worth of water. Right. Which is sort of the idea that power should be that price as well. Right. It should not be as expensive and it should be a government run thing. Well, again, I mean, I, I think it would be a lot cheaper if, if government invested in nuclear, but they won't. Nuclear, yeah. Yeah. But, I, I, but it is you a little... You could cover the entire Mojave in solar panels. You could, yeah. Nobody's it... living out there. No. It might as well destroy you. it. Yeah. Or you wouldn't destroy it, <laughs> but the, but the thing that's scary about building them in California is all of our fault lines and earthquake hazards. We had a little earthquake the other day. I didn't feel it. I, I, just, I was in the middle of rehearsal. I think it was just like a bang, and then it, I almost ah. thought someone gro- closed one of the garages too hard or something. And oh, but and it was an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little one. And it was it was it was in it was in Compton. But speaking of Compton, uh, another story here. Uh, there speaking was, of Compton, there was a, they're calling it a mass shooting event. Um, but it was literally a few blocks away from me yeah. in Long Beach. Because I live in, I can all mind saying I live in Long Beach. Three dead, nine injured in shooting during party at Long Beach home. So do you mind reading this? And then I'll tell you what the insider baseball is on this Three story. people were killed and nine others were injured Tuesday night when gunfire erupted at a party at a home in Long Beach. Police and fire officials were called to a duplex behind a nail salon on 7th Street near Temple Avenue around 1044 p.m. and came across what authorities described as a mass casualty incident. Long Beach fire spokesman Jake Heflin and said, or said firefighters arrived to a scene obviously filled with chaos. Um, Today is a very tragic and horrific day in the city of Long Beach. Long Beach Mayor Robert Garcia said this was a senseless act of gun violence. All right, I want to stop on that one. So it's really interesting. I thought that that wording was so interesting. Just, just the, again, it's, we don't, we don't know really, we know obviously that a gun was used or whatever, but it's like, it's just so kind of how these people talk about things. And it's interesting. So we, oh, all of Long Beach hates Robert Garcia. We can't stand him. But he got in because he was gay and people loved that. He's an immigrant too. Uh, yeah, he is. That's yeah. right. And um, But then he's now... If we're listing minorities. And he's now campaigning for Kamala Harris, which is pretty interesting to me that um, 
that she, this is the tweet that Kamala had. I want to get. I don't want to have my thing open here, but mm. uh, oops, sorry. Uh, oops, shit. Uh, 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 California Senator Kamala Harris tweeted: "My heart goes out to the victims of the Long Beach shooting and the heroic first responders who were on the scene. This gun violence shouldn't be commonplace." <laughs> Isn't that interesting? I, I, I don't find it very interesting. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I think this is just the language people use now. It's the language that people like them use, is what it is. Mm. Again, it's like you you have to always politicize these issues. We don't know, like, and they still say the suspect is at large. Yeah. So we we still don't know really. And so the insider baseball on this is that what I've been hearing from people who live around there, um, because and we even have friends that are like right around that area, um, that. The person who did it, so the people that were there, it wasn't, they keep saying it was a Halloween party, but it might have been, but it was like a company party. And so the likelihood of this being a disgruntled employee seems pretty high, um, perhaps. I mean, it's speculation, but it just seems likely that it wouldn't have been some random kind of act of something. Mm-hmm. And the people that were there weren't from Long Beach, which is also interesting. Um, so I don't know why they were in that house or whatever, but um, but apparently the person that did it is still out and about and hasn't been caught yet which is kind of interesting but yeah there's just there's just something about like again it's it's using your sort like they just can't let something exist without having to interject kind of that's more so what i'm talking about it's this sort of this sort of posturing they do that is just it's just it's tiresome i find it to be very tiresome very transparent from uh from a top tier candidate which is also interesting news oh yeah she kamala said back in what july i think it was end of july she said i'm not going to take uh, as a top tier candidate, I'm not going to take Tulsi Gabbard's comments seriously. Well, after she cunt punched her so bad in the yeah. debate, and then uh, and now, and then now in the new poll, it's a USA Today and Quinnipiac poll that came out for was it for New Hampshire? No, I think it's the U.S. Uh, no, it was no, it was I think it was relegated to a certain area. Um, here I can. I think you sent it to me, so I I'll find it. We talk a lot though, so it might oh. be kind of hard to find it. Um, but yeah, so New like, Suffolk, uh, USA Today national poll oh, counts national for poll. Oh, wow. both the November and December debates. Biden's at twenty six percent, which is odd uh, that, to me. That doesn't that one doesn't. So we should probably give the caveat that polls are all bullshit, just in the sense that if you learned anything from twenty sixteen, you know not to really trust these things, but they're the only metric we have, so we have to use them, mm-hmm. obviously. But well, we have the top three front runners: Biden, Warren, and Sanders, all above thirteen percent, um, and Buttigieg at. 10%, Tulsi Gabbard at 4% nationally. Right. Above. And that's above Yang, Harris, uh, Klobuchar, Steyer. Well, Klobuchar, oh, none of them are even qualifying right now. Julian Castro. Yeah, I know. Which is crazy. Yeah. I think Harris is the last on that list, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, so, it, which is pretty interesting. And So you have to get 3% to qualify? Is that what it is? I believe so, yeah. Or uh, I believe it's 3%. I and forget. then And then um, what's what's so great about this is that Hillary Clinton just gave her the best fucking gift she ever Dude, could have given I her. No, all that press, and we said it last time. Yeah, this immensely, or this massive amount of press that she got, free, completely yeah, free. Completely Thank free. you, Hillary. And and her response was justified, and yeah. and really said something about Hillary Clinton that we've all been wanting to say for the longest time, mm-hmm. and I think that it's resonating with a lot of people. Um, it was interesting. I was talking to my parents about this last night. Did I tell you about their? I took their temperature on this whole thing. No. Um, because when I left my parents' house the last time, he made the con- I, he started. To, Hillary was on TV promoting her book. This is before any of this happened, right. and I just kind of go ugh. 
uh, can she just go away? And he goes, I don't know. She's kind of a nice lady. And then I brought this up. I'm like, did you guys hear about any of this? And they're like, yeah, what was Hillary doing? Like, why did she think that was a good idea? What is she even talking about? And so they're totally off the train now. They're they're like, good. Yeah. And, and then my dad was asking me like what my dream ticket is. And I'm like, well, Tulsi and Yang because Yang Mm -hmm. for domestic and Tulsi for foreign. That'd be amazing. It would. Yeah. Again, because it's like people who have like a singular focus on two things that are very, very important um, and not getting lost in the weeds of overly progressive things or, or whatever. It's like, you know, Tulsi's stance on guns really sucks. And so is Andrew Yang's, but it's not a focus of their campaign platform. So it would be so low on the list of stuff that they end up tackling if they ever became president. Um, uh, Nianoni says Kamala blames the slump on being a woman of color. (laughs) So I guess Tulsi is a white dude. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, uh, what was it? It was Douglas Murray's book. I listened to the audio book and he made this comment of, if you 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 lose your status as a POC or as a gay person if you don't have their ideas, mm-hmm. like uh, Peter Thiel, they like, even the advocate wrote that he's no longer a gay man because he supports Trump. <laughs> it's like okay, guys, I think you're losing the plot uh, a little bit. Let's have a new sexuality or a new gender. Ooh, what are you thinking? Well, it's going to be like an intellectual thing. Mm. So if you identify as very liberal. You can be that um, minority or if are you going to pull up that girl's? Yes, I was just thinking. So, oh I, so my I, God. I found the most insane uh, Twitter account I've ever seen. Um, and I actually followed it because it's so it's so fucking insane. It's it feels like Parody. satire, but she's retweeting all these people that are for real or he or she or Zim or Zer probably. Um, I have to find this this tweet though. This one was such. This one was so. God, peak. they tweet a lot. Yeah, well, they retweet stuff a lot. Jesus, they're online all. Here, the just time. keep talking for a second. I'll find it. Yeah, um, well, I was I was saying like a new minority is needed, so I can be a double minority mm-hmm. as a well, technically a triple minority because I am white Latino. True, very. So true. I can be gay Latino and some intellectual minority. What oh I love about what I love about this Twitter account is that it just it basically just retweets every bad idea that gets put on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and we're, it's, we're it's almost odd. There. Yeah, we see. Oh my God, they tweet so. I know. Much. I love it because it, it's October twenty ninth. Is it that far away, or e- was it yesterday? It, it was yesterday. Jeez, um, it's it's all a bunch of retweets about basically like transgender stuff and and non binary and but and then stuff. this this one that I'm looking for is the like absolute <laughs> peak of this. Um, let's see here. Oh God. I, I know what the picture looked like, so I'm trying oh, okay. to find it. Um, oh, look at that. Bayonetta. Ooh. Oh, I saw that one yesterday. Okay. I think we're getting close, Jordan. We're getting close. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, oh, God. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> this is Dead Space, and I have nothing to I talk know. about, Jordan. Well, this is what... Come on. Just think of... Oh, uh, Sword and Shield. Oh, send up. What is this? I don't know. Do not buy it. Oh, I hate these losers. I told you. There, there's like nothing, nothing good that's coming out of this. Sword and Shield is going to do just fine. People oh, are freaking oh, out come on. that it's, they're going to boycott Sword and Shield. I'm really sorry I didn't just grab this, guys, because this Jordan. was so fucking good. But, um, well, I'll keep talking about Nintendo yes. while you look for it. So, um, Sword and Shield comes out in, like, two weeks. Last week, it was, like, three weeks. So, here we go. We're getting ready for it. They announced, um, a couple weeks ago, they announced new Gigantamaxing Pokemon. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You talk so, they have, like, a Meowth if you pre-order the game. Butterfree, Pikachu, Eevee. I think there was one more that I'm missing. Or maybe I'm not. But you get Eevee or Pikachu based on whether or not you have Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee. 
Ugh, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but damn, Jordan, what a fruitless. I'm not gonna find it, but, but, but do you like the t- the tweet was essentially that people who identify as having a disability or so people who identify that to me yeah people who identify as having a disability or a chronic illness what is your favorite comfort food and i thought the phrase identifying as having a disability was so fucking good i actually found it okay if you identify as disabled or chronically why didn't you just ask me jordan i well you knew that's what i was looking for no i didn't oh okay (laughs) if you identify as disabled or chronically ill what is the most accessible comfort food i'll start applesauce hashtag accessible comfort food you're and, and it's all the people who are responding to it are like my fibromyalgia and I w- uh, yeah my chronic illness yeah. and and it's really like these people who are just so mentally ill that they've convinced themselves that they're sick or disabled and then you see someone like you know crypt daddy or whatever who's actually like severely disabled in a wheelchair yeah and it's just such a joke to these people i um i yeah we were saying when you sent me this tweet that the vast majority of people replying to this tweet are not physically disabled no and you can see it in their picture but i want to i want to just sort of we, they don't have any s- troubles scooping food into their mouth or anything like that which i would totally understand if you need like soft food easy to eat food that isn't going to spill if you bring it to your face of course i totally get that but that's not what this no. is Let's find out who the main poster is, because that was kind of crazy. Well, uh, let's just go through some of the retweets this person does. Um, this is Amy of the Totodile system. Transphobe, transphobes who are like, we can't know if having a body full of hormones is even safe, though. Everyone has hormones, dipshit. They came free with your fucking body. That's not... I, I, and honestly, this is why I'm starting to think this is a parody account or satire. But these are all real people. I know, I know. But so, they so, they curated all of and But that's great. It. So it's like, yeah. I, this is almost why this is why a worthwhile follow for me of like just somebody who curates all this insanity. Um, okay, so since... I, I don't even know what it says before I read it. Okay, since some people need a lesson in basic biology, I'm going to break it down for you. Penis equals female, vagina equals male. Simple. Wait, what? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. If you're using the... Toss that alike. <laughs> if you're using, like, the biological terms male and female, which is based on sex, masculine and feminine is gender. Male and female is sex. Right. So... You're they're just that's, that's the exact how opposite. confused they're, and crazy these people wait, are. Wait, wait, can we see some of the replies? Are people like good point, yeah, let's take a look. Are people like into it? Non binary people exist. <laughs> that's so that's really odd. That's okay, okay. X X equals female, XY equals male. That's true. XX random letters, XY Pokemon fun stuffs. Uh don't besmirch pokemon unbelievable that people need to have this explained to them that's so odd that i don't know that one might be a parody account well, let's see what let's see what's going on with this person bonky bong is her name yeah <laughs> <laughs> bonky bong oh boy i don't get i don't i get don't know this person's vibe bro i'm fucking gay okay well what's wait the, what's her bio writer lover scp i swear a lot cyberpunk biohacker disaster oh, huge no. coward gay enough to be your mom networking neophyte fiend <laughs> big cw vampire <laughs> i don't know has, what any of that means anybody who has the word hacker in their bio is obviously they obviously think they're cooler than they actually are i have found my favorite thing and it's gaming commentator 101 on on twitter gaming mentor 101. oh gaming mentor excuse me i really think this is a satire parody account and in a way, it feels a little bit malintentioned because... But some of it's not 
this is just like whatever. That's I mean, a normal costume. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's odd. I'm getting a headache and was getting annoyed at yet another of these LGB not alliance types. Then I reread the almost literally face palmed, but stopped myself. Fortunately, because that might have made my headache worse. So you got me good. <laughs> it, have you ever noticed that people with chronic migraines love to talk about their chronic migraines? Because they would consider these people would consider that a disability. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Like. Bridget Fetissey said so it well. I'm so glad like, I don't have migraines. This, this is like th- these are the squishiest people that have ever existed. Like, uh, and that's the kind of thing of of can you how how do these people? The real world is going to really be hard for you. Well, they don't have to exist in the real world, and that's fine for them. But it's not going to work for me. Will you just all admit that you're autistic? Whoa. Tank <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>, Jordan. <laughs> Or something. I mean, some, whoa, 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 whoa! They well, already have enough disabilities. Be- well, because no, because then they admitted that one. Then, well, cause, and that was what was funny is I think that the person who retweet or the person that did the one that was the disability one, it was autistic was in the profile, actually autistic in like Star. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, then you're. Then I actually kind of excuse some of this behavior because er, the whole world confuses you. So it doesn't strike me that you would be confused. I was having a conversation with a friend recently, and Smuggle- they had- okay, this one's so good. Smuggling oh, pads to the bathroom like it's some sort of illegal drug got to be the worst adaptation to patriarchy. Eighty thousand, eighty-two thousand uh, likes. Likes on that. Listen, we are in a post. Uh, I guess sort of a post patriarchy awareness world right now. Yeah. You can you can walk to the bathroom and flaunt your pads. It's 2019. No one cares. You are choosing to act this way. Yes. Or or choosing to to find something or choosing to feel oppressed even though no one would give you shit about it. Sure. It's like in your head you're imagining that you would be oppressed mm-hmm. and so you feel like it's good to tweet about it. But well, no I, one would actually bother you. About I this. get if you're in middle school and you're on like sure. your second or third period and it's it's embarrassing. It's yeah. embarrassing to have to go to the bathroom. I understand smuggling your pads with you or your tampons with you. Right. But if you're a grown woman or a grown transgender <laughs> male who still has a vagina, like you can, I, I don't know, just like grow up a little bit and understand that everybody knows women or excuse me, females have uh, periods. Right. People know that. So why is why are you so embarrassed about your pads this actually reminds me of something i want to play this fucking video so i'm uh, not embarrassed about fucking washing out my ass before bottoming for gay sex so melinda gates uh took her husband's money and made a thing um and i want to play this video i'm i'm just gonna play it in its entirety 11 minutes uh no no no, this one here oh thank god it's two minutes and i want you to figure out what they're actually saying and like what what they're actually talking about in this video like so maybe you can help me Okay. Uh, I show this to Nianoni, but I, I cannot decipher what's being Wait, talked about here. Before we start it, I want to say um, I, because I started a, a thing and I wasn't able to finish. Um, I was talking to a friend recently, and he recently like discovered that I had podcasts. It's not something I just like bring oh, no. up, but he was like, "What do you talk about?" And I'm like, "Well, it's very explicit, and it's not very family friendly or like PC, which I hate that term, but whatever." Uh, and I was just saying. I like to go into things with a Okay, what I what I was saying is that I like to go into things with a good intention. Right. Because that's not something that I can correct in a later episode. If I make a mistake with information, I can come back the next week and say, This was wrong, let me correct it. But I can't erase my intention from something that I'm saying. Sure. So if I go into this video or even that Twitter account with a bad intention, 
I can't correct that later on. Here, here, but here, this is we, we have good intentions with this. We just want to understand. Well, no, no, no. I, I don't. Sure, and and I think the the more concise thing that I've been saying to people is that I'm just searching for the better argument. If you have an argument that will convince me that non-binary is a real thing and matters, and I should be paying attention to mm. it, or like like I've said before, if a scientist comes forward and says, you know, we have found some deviations in the brain that says that this that gender may be like outside of the autism spectrum, maybe something that's kind of confusing to people and they may feel it may flip flop around or some chemical imbalance or something. I'd be like on board. They, them pro pronouns. I'm in on it. But no, every social scientist goes, uh, uh this is not a thing. And, and then you look at the spike in 2014 when people became aware of these terms. And, and, and t I'm telling you what I think it is, is like that girl you have at work where she's not any of the labels she identifies as actually. Um, but, she probably was told in college that you are the oppressor because you're a white girl or white man or whatever. Then you have to co-opt labels like 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 bisexual, even though you're in a heteronormative relationship to feel like, oh, I'm I'm oppressed, too. And I think that's really what this is, is people not being able to find an identity within themselves and be like, well, I reject that professor's sort of neoliberal or not. I don't even know what it is, like neo-Marxist kind of thing or whatever. Um, or what's the word for this stuff? It's like. It's it's just this bizarre. I don't know. It, it's all coming out of academia, though. It's like it's just like it's where it should have stayed. It should have stayed insulated, but it has just infected every part of culture. But anyway, I want to play this video, and I want I want you to just tell me what you think this is. Like w like what they're talking about is what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. All right. According to the World Economic Forum, gender equality in the United States is still 208 years away. While 208 years is a damning, daunting number, it's what? not destiny. If we can accelerate the pace of progress, we can bend the curve and reach a more equal future faster. Something fundamental has begun to shift in the United States and around the world. Women are sharing their stories, marching, walking out, running for office, and winning elections in record numbers. Now is the moment to act. But our goal isn't parity just to check a box. We need to expand women's power and influence in society to benefit everyone. Women can exercise power and influence when they can make decisions, control resources, and shape perspectives in their homes, their communities, and their workplaces. I believe we can significantly expand women's power and influence in the United States by focusing on three areas. First, we need to dismantle the barriers that prevent women from advancing professionally. Things like stereotypes about women and girls in the media and sexual harassment in workplaces. Second, we need to expand pathways to enter and fast track advancement for women into positions of leadership in the sectors with the biggest impact on our society, including entrepreneurship, politics, and technology. Third, we need to amplify external pressure on institutions that can change the status quo, helping people raise their voices and demand equality. If we get it right, we can make huge strides over the next decade. It is time to get to work because equality can't wait. Okay, there's uh, one more I want to play for you. Oh, Jesus, another? Yeah, I got to find the one. They might have pulled it down, though. Um, uh, let's see. I don't... I'm still stuck on the... Um, there's so much to 208 it. 208 um, years. Oh, they deleted it because it got so many downvotes. God damn it. 
Um, what was it? It was it was a, it was basically the same thing, but like it was, they got a bunch of celebrities to go on and be like, "Come on, guy! Like, what are you doing?" And it's it, all these millionaire celebrities telling us, but it's it's all so vague. So okay, so they brought mm. up it, like sexual harassment. Got it. Great, but like also, if you're working in a corporate environment and you're a man, you're literally terrified right now. And also, in terms of all the issues they brought up, women are outdoing men in every one of those metrics. And also, they're acting as if women don't vote for politicians. Mm -hmm. And so it's there is women vote for are allowed to vote for men or for women, depending on who the. So I don't I don't know what reality they think they're living in. And Melinda Gates is worth billions and billions. Like you, you are also the the celebrity one was so perfect because they're also isolated. I don't think they really know that. I don't know what they—they they, they don't know what they're talking. And what is this? Two hundred and eight years? What are you, like? What are you yeah, talking about? How did you find that? Find that? And they number? never, never explain. That there are number. no sources in the description. No, or anything. never. There's never any numbers. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, a lot of media now is sourceless. I gotta. I have, I have. Oh, here it is. Okay, let me play this one. I know it's five minutes, but it's worth because this whole one's, thing. Th- well, we can get as far uh, as we can. Please. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to watch this whole thing. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this. You have? Yeah. I mean, it's worth just go. for a moment. My Rudolph. Do you love bad news? Then you're going to love my friend, Melinda Gates. According to the World Economic Forum, oh, no. it will take us 208 years to achieve gender equality in the United States. Okay, wait, wait. The in, World Economic Forum. In the United States. So, so... It'll take thousands for other countries. Well, and it? that's the thing. It's like, if you really want to talk about this, why are you not talking about... There are women that are being killed in Iran for taking off. They're getting raped. <laughs> they are getting killed. Yes. Or yeah, yeah. But but every and so but like what I love about this video is it's like every celebrity in this. I I really hate when celebrities that I like do this. Like I love John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Why did you Why did you read this message and go Oh yeah, they really know what they're talking about unless. Melinda Gates gave you a fuckload of money and yeah. you're just a sellout. And so I get why she's doing it, Alana Glazer. That's her whole thing. Feminism's what? her whole thing. That's the most specific bad news I've ever heard. 208 years uh, and of course, over my too. dead vagina. That's 1,456 dog years. I'm telling you, bitches never get a break. I guess that would be my great, 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 great grandchild. And I hope it's... And what I love about it too is every woman in this video is worth over a million dollars. But they're talking to us. You know what I mean? It, like, it, this is this is such a perfect encapsulation of of classism and like this yeah. kind of class divide. Of it, it, it's very similar too. Like it's very similar to the climate change thing, where it's because you drive an SUV and because you eat hamburgers. But literally, eighty five percent of global emissions come from twenty four different corporations. Mm-hmm. It isn't individual change will not even push the fucking needle. Mm-hmm. It's total corporate reform, but it's your fault. This yeah. is your fault. I just like for all of these things, for all of these activist videos or whatever, I want to see legislation and I will vote on it. That's it. That's the bottom line. But none of them ever offer any kind of solution. And that's the crazy thing is there's five minutes of this with literally no. Nothing. Well, here, like, uh, let, let's just kind of sit through a little bit more of it and just uh. see if you can find. See if you can hear any th- like any solution, any plan. Let's get out from that. She's pissed. Sure, yeah, that's bad for humans, but pandas only live about 20 years. Why is it that I can order a bag of dick-shaped gummy bears with same-day delivery, but I have to wait 208 years for gender equality? That means 26 can generations you skip of panda forward bears like two, three minutes. And that's why we don't smile more. Here's a 
Fun fact, in the Fortune 500, there are fewer female CEOs than male CEOs named James. We demand. And, and, and okay, so, and, and it's everything that they're talking about, every issue they're bringing up has been totally debunked by social scientists again, where it's like, there's the agree- agreeability thing and like people who are super disagreeable end up being CEOs because they're willing to ask for raises and and in like aggress- more aggressive positions and they and the women that are CEOs are really fucking high on the disagreeable scale but the likelihood of women being more disagreeable is just not really it's not it's not very specific to the gender like it's it's not because of society it's because of just there's just a di- we're different people we're entirely different and why does a CEO be something like why is it something you want to strive to be it, it just it's it, it like why is that like these these as liberals we vilified these positions as these power hungry capitalist turds and now we because we want to this is the whole thing it's about it's about it's not about equality anymore it's about why why would every thing have to be 50 50 it's like sanitation and garbage people are never going to be 50 50 like women don't want to do those jobs like in workplace deaths are all men suicides are all men it's it's just and it's amazing to me that there's just there's no I don't understand what the agenda is on this at all, other than just, I don't know, convincing people. Like, who who is this going to convince? Like, we, we know people that will watch us and be, like, so vindicated and be like, yeah, 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 of course. Mm-hmm. But this should be trying to convince people like me by giving me, again, a better argument, but it's just not there. Uh, what does Nyanoni say? Uh, the funny thing is that thanks to the lunacy of progressivism, in two, 208 years, Europe will be ruled by its fifth caliphan women will be flogged for driving hover cars and again what he's talking about is just that there's no there's no accountability for how women are treated in the middle east because again they they have now made this weird unholy alliance of it if you dislike islam that's racism so we can't dislike the ideology and because we're so simple-minded we can't separate the ideology from the race of the people that tend to practice this ideology even though this ideology treats gay people and women like absolute dog shit. But that's too risky for them to tackle, so they would never talk about that. So they go with this safe milk toast thing that says literally nothing. But mm-hmm. I think I interrupted you when you're saying about these activist videos. I don't remember. Um. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Can we move her face from the screen? I just yeah. like I don't want the video. I don't yeah. want to look at it. It's it's so dour and like I don't it it just doesn't feel like uh, these people are bad intentioned. I think they all mean well, especially people like John Mulaney and Fred Armisen. I don't think they're doing it for pussy. John Mulaney's married. Do you think Fred they're just Armisen so is- like is, a, is there, they're just so isolated that they wouldn't they and like I, I think what it is is that when you're so rich and successful like these people are, you don't real like you have to. If someone tells you there's a problem, you don't question it because you're not on the ground around real people who are actually suffering that aren't specific to a gender or race Mm -hmm. just like suffering is really about how much money you have and when you have all that stuff maybe it's easier to be sold on these memes but someone like melinda gates i mean this i i think she doesn't what's her occupation what does she do she's bill gates's wife oh that's literally it right, right, right i was trying to think of like women ceos but i think i think on things like etsy shops and i think of ebay and all of these places where women really thrive but, and they're their own bosses. But there. they care they they don't care about those women and they're they're obviously not factored in the statistics they're talking about. It's talking about Fortune five hundred companies. Sure. And I mean before I sound sexist by saying Etsy and eBay or whatever, I wanna clarify it's 
crafts and like artisan stuff that men just don't really do well, and, and, and they they excel in these things and, and they make massive businesses on on websites and this isn't something we ever talk about and it's also something that social scientists have talked about that's really specific to women is women want to control their time sure. which i think is an admirable quality i'm actually i have quite a bit like like I, I don't think feminine or masculine is relegated to any sex. I think that you can be a man with more feminine mm -hmm. qualities and vice versa. A very feminine quality of mine is like, I will not let someone else dictate my time. I want to control it completely, which mm -hmm. is very specific to a lot of women too, which is when um, Uber, uh, Uber and Freakonomics did that study on female and male Uber drivers. Men made a lot more money because they were willing to work way more hours mm -hmm. and women would turn it off or leave the platform entirely. Um, and men typically drive faster as well, which was part of it as well. But, um, but it kind of just proved in a very, cause there's no, like when you select a driver, you don't, you don't see, you know, their gender until it's already, you're already hooked up with somebody and vice versa. So it was a very blind way to look at, oh, like men and women have different habits and behavior. Um, that is, that is probably like, you know, relatively biologically innate if you're just a pretty baseline man or a woman. Um, but again, like I said, like, I mean, I have a very feminine trait of like, I, I, you know, that like my free time is so important to me. And mm -hmm. if anybody encroaches on that, I get super fucking grumpy and angry about it. And so, and then again, with the, you know, when you have a child, like most women end up leaving the workforce entirely, as I think that if I had a child and I'd birthed it and carried it for nine months, I'd want to do the exact same. All I'd want to do is be with it. Yeah. I wouldn't want to leave it with some nanny that's going to raise my kid. Like. Um, so it's just, I don't, I just really don't get what their end goal is on this and what they think they're accomplishing just by lying to people, um, at, at all. Um, so I, I just, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, do you, do you have a, like, if, if you were to assume that they had good intentions on this kind of stuff, what would you guess? What do you mean? What what would I guess? What like what what like what would be the if you were to somehow dig and find a pure motive on all this gender stuff, uh, this like this female empowerment stuff, in which again we we know for a fact that women are excelling at literally every metric. Meaning, I think education. they think they are doing the right thing by promoting what they falsely believe or promoting what they believe to be uh, an oppressed group of people. And I mean, easily you can look back on history and be like, oh yeah, women were never rulers. For sure. But it's what, but 500, 600 years later and women have run for the presidency. We've almost had a woman president. But again, it's, it's like, it's like, why, why, I don't understand this meme that people think that every, and again, they, it's only jobs that they see as desirable, which is political power, financial power. And it's like, but everything has to be 50, 50 in every line of work. Mm -hmm. And isn't it just maybe possible that men strive, like, again, because like men are willing to, like, we know from that Freakonomics study that men are willing to work much longer hours. And so if you're trying to rise up in a company, that is going to be seen as massively valuable to somebody who wants to promote you to a certain position. And so, like, and also too, every friend that I know that works in corporate tech, for example, fucking hates their life because they have no time mm -hmm. to live it. And so, it, I don't know, just fucking burn it all down, rebuild it 50-50, and that's, that'll solve the problem. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, that, that that's... Delegate people to what they want to be, and we'll see how it works. I think these people are insatiable, though, because the fact that they would... That video is so misleading and has no data or information or reality mm -hmm. in it that I think that this is all about some sort of weird power grab, and and I... Because, again, it has no honesty and the the society that they're looking to have 
never talks about how most, again, most jobs where you're very likely to die, women do not occupy those positions. And so it, it's, it's jobs that aren't sexy are the ones that they're not asking for. But the ones that, the, and I, like, I guess my real question is why does, why does society have such reverence for corrupt politicians and CEOs <laughs> of Fortune 500 companies that, yeah. that you, we all as liberals think are massively corrupt and are doing, like Amazon, Walmart, we, we hate all these things, like rightfully so, and how they treat their employees despite how much money they make. Right. Why do we want to be them so bad? And, and like one of my favorite ones too is this thing, you know, that meme we got sold of, well, if there were more w women uh, in power in politics, there would be no wars. But we know that literally every position in the military and industrial complex is occupied by a woman right now. Seriously? Literally every single one. Is that one. true? Yeah, let me show you. I'll pull it up. Um, women, military, industrial. I know I'm spelling this right complex um the military industrial industrial complex is completely now run by women this is msnbc so you know it's let me do a thing here um outline.com oh you spelled outline wrong oops oh sorry guys okay um uh, let me just find another article hang on a second um I'll do political. Politico is fine, too. So uh, this is a political article. How women took over the military-industrial complex. For the first time, the nation's defense hierarchy is no longer dominated by men. Um, from executive leadership of top we weapons makers to the senior government officials designating and purchasing the nation's military arsenal, the United States' national defense hierarchy is, for the first time, largely run by women. At January 1st, the CEOs of four of the nation's five biggest defense contractors, Northrop Gun uh, Grunman, Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, and the defense arm of Boeing are now women. And across the negotiating table, the Pentagon's top weapons buyer and the chief overseer of the nation's nuclear stockpile now join other women in some of the most influential national security posts, such as the nation's top arms control negotiator and the secretary of the Air Force. So point being, have we decreased any, like, and so now that Trump is, is this horrible, horrific thing, who is this, you know, perpetual war machine and is making all these terrible decisions, and selling weapons to Saudi Arabia that we, we hate and we see as horrible, which it is, are being bought and sold by a w group of women CEOs. So it, it just is, again, it's like, do you think that because of this change that things will be different in terms of how we want our society to run? Or is it going to remain exactly the same? And I think this proves that it'll just be exactly the same regardless, because the women who want these positions of powers are equally as testosterone-fueled as the men who make these terrible decisions and don't care about human life. Mm. And it and and it's so it's this idea that that you want to say men and women are the same which they are and I think they're more similar than they are different. Right, exactly. But at the same time in the ways that they're different is why you don't see a 50-50 split in every facet of life. Mm. But and these are pretty easy to digest realities that don't offend really either gender. Um, I think more men should be caregivers and should be more compassionate and more more paternal, you know, but and I think that we should feel our feelings more. But we but we, no one really cares about men. It's all about these because men are failing in every metric right now or young boys are, um, you know, education, health care. It's like it's just everything we're falling behind on wealth. Women make more money than men now. So it's just kind of like I don't. I, I don't I just I don't really get what the purpose is of of this message just not dying, especially the gender pay gap one, which is just it's it just it seems to rear its ugly head into everything, mm -hmm. even though it's been been debunked 
again by Politico, which is like a neutral left leaning kind of outlet, a um, hundred thousand million times. And so I just I don't understand. I, I really I can't I, I wish I could find you normally I can find like a conspiratorial angle or just something that can kind of help me feel less about this. But this one, I just cannot I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the absolute silence on countries and areas in which women are treated poorly objectively right. by men and by men who are in power. But they never, ever, ever touch on that topic because it's hard. Right. And they'd have to admit that like certain ideologies treat women poorly. But they're the ones that they think should be celebrated for some bizarre reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm still thinking about the 208 years and what equality looks like in 208 years. Right. And I think it is that 50-50 split that they want. But really, that's not that's that's a utopia. That's right. that's never achievable. So it doesn't make any sense. And but only- I understand that why they would want equality of outcome here. That's generally like that's the baseline idea for equality. These kinds of, well, these kinds of it's, it's a baseline deal of equality for these kinds of people. But then, of course, you're then going to you're going to di- like it's it's like Harvard and the Asian students that were applying, where you're you're disenfranchising people who are much more qualified for the position. Because and Harvard won that lawsuit, by the way. Yeah. Um, and be, like over students who are more qualified because you want to look a certain way, and and it's and it's it's just going to make our country worse. You know, because it, again, it's like if you're if you're diversity hiring somebody to fill a 50-50 quota, you're going to hire underqualified people for these positions, and put out somebody that could be better at it for whatever reason. And and again, I mean, it even it goes again to this even these these trans uh, athletes just crushing women in every metric, because in this clown world where we think that this is equality somehow, but it's just like we have to admit that we are different in some ways, mm-hmm. in some. Not always. Like you said, we're more similar than we are different, but we're different in some pretty key ways. Yeah. I think the uh, the time frame, the 208 years, it could be shrunk down to 25 years if we want equality of outset. Right. Which is much easier to achieve to, well, I guess, but legislation-wise, it's much easier to achieve equality of outset than it is equality of outcome. Right. You can't, you can't mandate like an intelligence level or you can't mandate a salary level. You can't make all men have the same salary as women. There's no, there's no world in which that would work perfectly. Right. I mean, we tried it with communism. Right. And that went super well. They've all failed. Unfortunately. I mean, we would love to live in a society where water, electricity, food, all of that is covered. And all we have to worry about is self-fulfillment, but it's not going to happen in the way that they think it will. I think it's because they have this belief, and it may be sincere, and they believe it, that women are less fallible in these areas in which, why communism never succeeds, because you get greedy people who end up fucking it up for everybody. And women, they they think that women wouldn't do that. And it's like, of course they would. Of course they'll abuse their power, because they're human. But it's like this elevation, like this low expectation of a group that actually is large, like there are more women than there are men globally and, and yet well i'm not sure globally but in the united states for sure slightly Slight, yeah. slightly um but and again these are the people who vote for politicians and so if there's a woman running who wants to run well then vote for her mm-hmm. you you have autonomy but you are acting with these sort of things as if women have none which if i were a, a woman i would find it pretty insulting personally um and as a man i just as a man i just find it 
perplexing and mm-hmm. ponderous because I just don't understand what what the attempted goal is here. Sure. Have I bummed you out? A little bit. We got on this like I feel like half an hour ago. Mm. That's a lot to t- take in. Mm. Didn't expect. Well, to, Pokemon Sword and Shield comes out soon. I don't. I don't care. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we can just end it if you want. No, I'm just. I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean the. Yeah, it comes out in two weeks. I don't really have much else to say on it though. I was talking about it when you were looking for that tweet. I want to. Neononi, when does um, uh, Cyberpunk come out? Because that might yeah, be when I buy a PS4. I've been watching a lot of people play spooky games on YouTube. Mm, I like spooky games. That's been kind of fun. That's why like that Death Stranding game. I really want to. I want to play that really badly because yeah. it's going to be spooky. I know you got to buy a, a system. I know you want me to buy a Switch so badly, but I do. Yeah, I really do, and I think you would like it a lot. I think I would too. It's just I'm 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 I like a little darker stuff consistently. Like, I like light things too, but I I like dark stuff. Mm-hmm. I think a little bit more like story immersive kind of things that have kind of a dark twist or element to them. Yeah, um, and generally speaking, other consoles have that. The Switch does have that. They're just not Nintendo titles, right? Yeah, or and then or like other ports or whatever. And but I mean, it's like every series I've ever fallen in love with, which is like Bioshock or Fallout or um, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, which is I guess going to be a franchise. Um, I'm sad the Bioshock studio shut down because that was such a good I series know. of games. But jeez, what was the studio again? Um, fuck, I feel I, like I know the name. Uh, I, but forgot, I forgot, but. Um, but yeah, most of those, I, I I think that just because of my habits in playing these things, they tend to be just yeah. the, like Bioshock's infinitely dark, you know, sort of You concept. can play Skyrim on the Switch. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, can you yet? Is it out yet? I thought so. Hmm. I thought it came out with the Switch release. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk April. comes out in April. Oh, it's around my, my birthday. Maybe Wasn't that the one with um, uh, John Wick in it? Um, oh yeah, Keanu Reeves is in it. Isn't he yeah. in it? Yeah. As John Wick. Is he in this I John Wick? No, I don't think so. I think, But it is Keanu Reeves. He has like a character in it. I think. I think that's the game. Well, the world does love Keanu Reeves. I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. I think uh, I'm just really hoping he he's, doesn't have any skeletons in his closet. I don't think he does. I think he would have already outed himself. Or gotten outed or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of out of things to say. And Same. I'm hungry now. Same. But uh, we love you all. This episode yeah. was a little over the place, but thanks I, for tuning in. I didn't really have like a linear thing I wanted mm-hmm. to sort of go with. That's okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday at seven p.m. Pacific. See you then. Specific. Bye bye. Bye. Specific.